You all right? Um, so this is going to be part two of Josh, isn't it? Part two of Josh. It's a funny way to say yeah. it. Get a haircut. No, I'm hoping I'm about to, though. Well, what? Yeah, part two of Josh's thing. Um, it's about... Yeah, well... We chat about Northampton a lot, so that's going to be interesting for everyone. Yeah, I feel like that's a cool thing, though, to give a shout out to, like, talk a little bit about where we're from. We haven't really done that yet, have we? And I feel like Josh is in the know of everything that's kind of going on, especially with, like, the NN Social and stuff like that. What do we want to say? I don't know. What have you been doing? <laughs> working. Working hard. We had a big meeting about front... Uh, on Thursday and uh, we planned out the next all the development and stuff for the next sort of phase and getting it to like the beta testing point and the plan for the beta is for it to be what the final version will be so once it's tested it might be not long before it's been launched before, before it's ready to launch I'd say so actually, it might be worth giving a shout out just to everyone who actually emailed us because we had way more than we we realised we'd get, didn't we? In terms of people getting back to us and saying they would like to be part of the beta stage, um, which is awesome. But um, at the time when we sent that email out, we were kind of hoping it would be a little bit closer than it was, I guess. Um, what the beta test? You might have been. Uh, that. Yeah, I well, I was thinking, I was thinking a couple of weeks, but I uh, maybe. Maybe a little bit longer. Well, I don't think that was ever going to happen. <laughs> but um, yeah. I think uh, I do actually need to reply to everyone. You've just reminded me. I need to reply to everyone who sent that email. We put out a video on, well, you did it, didn't you, on Sunday? Well, we did it. You did it. Yeah, actually, you did it all. To give <laughs> for, for you that, made the video, you filmed it, you did, took the photographs, you edited it, and you even posted it first time. Yeah, there you go. So, um, but I, I, I said, I say we on everything just in case people don't like it. I can blame you. Yeah, yeah, I do. I try and say we, but I'm like, yeah, that, so effectively, yeah, it was our first little photo walk that we put out. I was basically in Birmingham for the day. Um, I had to go there to run some errands, effectively, do some clothes shopping. Um, but yeah, I was there for the day, so I thought I'd shoot a roll of film while I was there. But when I got there, I got there pretty early. It was miserable weather, but I thought I'm still going to shoot. I'm still going to shoot one roll, and I used my Olympus RC, uh, 35 mil, pretty much point and shoot camera, a bit like the Olympus Trip, and I used some Kentmere 400, um, which I bought from Analog Wonderland. Um, Is it the roll of film I developed for you then, isn't it? Oh, is that the one that you did? Yeah, yeah, because I did two old oh. Kentmere at the same time. One was mine, one was yours. So it must have been that. There we go. So if you don't like the photos, it's Luke's fault. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, check it out. Check it out. It's our yeah. first little video. We've had we've had good feedback. We've had positive feedback from it so far, and a few, mm. you know, a fair few messages saying we want to see more. Obviously, we are going to kind of develop in that kind of area. Um, we are going to just keep throwing videos out there. Um, so yeah, there'll be the podcast and there'll be the photo walk videos, effectively. Or whatever. Um, yeah, whatever else. We've got a few other ideas for stuff. People seem to like it. Whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. Our fucking YouTube channel. <laughs> what we like. um, and if you're not subscribed yet, subscribe. And what, what's the other one? What, what else does everyone say? Like and subscribe. Like, subscribe, and there's something else. 
notification what is it the little notification bell i hope i'm pointing that that out i will be at some point hit that 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 will help us out massively um yeah that's exciting we've got some in fact i won't mention it in this one but we have got some exciting news that we'll probably put at the start of our next kind of photo walk video um just about where we're getting the cameras from that kind of thing so stay, stay tuned for that oh yeah yeah maybe maybe give it its own little shout out we don't want to take the no, the no. stardom away from josh on this episode do we uh yeah so i'll yeah uh, that's that video so i'll i'll stick a link in the thingy but keep an eye out for them and um yeah whatever let us know what you think and yeah enjoy part two drum roll please I'm going to change the subject a little bit, um, but I wanted to get your guys' opinion on the lift tower and how it's appearing in lots of different types of art at the moment. Um, and I know it's become a bit ubiquitous at the moment, but well, you tell tell me what you think before I give you my opinion, because it, I think it represents for a lot of people it represents Northampton or it is that it is a, a, an identifier um, yeah, and people are using it. I mean, it represents home, no matter where I am. I think I posted a photo about this years and years ago and I took a photo of the lift tower, whatever it was. I'm talking like years and years ago. And it just, no matter where I am, that's the first thing you see from wherever you've been, you know you're nearly home. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think it, I think it re represents a, a community, you know, which it should do, you know, regardless if you like that community or not, or, you know, there's different parts of that community. It, it represents a community, doesn't it? It's a thing that I like now, but when, and when I was little, like I was in the Cubs or whatever, and we went up it and it was great. And then when I was like a teenager, it was just this thing there sticking out into the skyline of this town that I thought was kind of shit because it was changing and places were closing down and it was kind of, on a bit of a decline, I think. And then now I'm like, no, it's cool. It's good. It's it's very unique to us. And when we talked about originally doing something with photography, we were talking about like a sort of, I don't know, what were we talking about? A collective of some description to like do photo walks or just meet up or whatever it might be. It was originally like, yeah, it will be all focused around Northampton and we'll put NN you know like in the name somehow or whatever it might be and then when we moved on to doing what we're doing it was like we can't do that because it's bigger than it, it's supposed to be this kind of worldwide thing like anybody in the world can use it so it didn't make sense to do it but I think like why not like everywhere else in the world latches on to just some random building because it because it looks unique or something so I, w I wish the bus station was still there i know it was full of like poison or whatever it was but like that blood visions t-shirt or their ep with that on the cover it's awesome and it was this kind of mad monolith of just like i don't know it was but i wish i could go and photograph it now it would have looked amazing I'll, I'll tell you a fun fact about the, the bus station blowing up. Because I used to live 
in between like the Bradlaw and the lamplighter. Yeah. So, like, on the corner, like next, like on the end of the road. And I was on the radius, like my flat, because I, I lived on like the top floor of the flat. And out my balcony was, well, outside my flat was the border where everyone had to stand when it got blown up. Mm-hmm. So I literally had the best view of it blown up, which was pretty cool. But um, yeah, that's, like I said, it's yeah. nostalgic, isn't it? Yeah, that's more of a fact about you than a fact about the bus station. Yeah, there was no, sorry, yeah, that was a pretty boring fact. There was nothing to do with the bus station there. But it was more about my pleasure of seeing it blow up. But yeah, what, what about you, Josh? What's your thoughts on it? Um, yeah, I, I, I like it. I mean, similarly to, to, to you, Luke, I think um, I think you grow up sort of probably like as a kid enjoying where you are or not not knowing anything different, so it's fine. Um, and then when in your teenage years, everything's shit. Uh, you, you, you want to do something new and interesting and not the same thing in the same places and you want to go to London or wherever or where you think all the action is. Um, but it's not until, yeah, sort of late, mid to late 20s where I really started to appreciate Northampton and, well, I mean, you say, I say I appreciate Northampton, it's, it's, it's the people and the community and, and that sort of stuff. And I think, um, yeah, like you were saying, Luke, it's unique. So it's an identifier for Northampton. And I think not many places have sort of universally recognised things that represent them. You know, everywhere's got big churches or whatever, or sports stadiums or, or, or whatever. But but the lift tower is, is unique. And although it's not a practical building or whatever, it has no use or no function uh, other than abseiling at the moment, um, I think it... It, sta- it stands for Northampton, um, yeah. yeah, and I feel like it, yeah, it, it could have been demolished a long time ago, I imagine. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm glad. Surprised. surprised it's still there, but it mm. is this awesome, like when I'm driving, if I'm driving home and the sun is setting, it always, the point where I go past it, it lights it up so nicely. And like there's been times I've been stuck in traffic, like trying to take photos, like I probably shouldn't be doing that but like get my camera out and just like taking photos out the window of it because it just looks yeah it's just, it is quite a mad thing when you see it but you're just yeah. so used to it being there all the time yeah i think what one of, one of my favorite uh pictures that i took was of the lift tower i was in my car stuck in traffic and it was raining and there's rain on the windscreen and it's just looking at the lift tower f- from sort of uh, from town towards the lift tower with the saints ground in front but it's like it's a bit blurred because there's large water drops on the screen and stuff and it's dark and uh, I just I just really liked it and the sun sort of lit it backlit it um, mm. and it just happened to, to, to work out really nicely um, but uh, that's probably a similar thing like you know it was yeah, a sort yeah. of sunset sort of time um but i actually used that on uh with some of the uh the cult venn t-shirts so that i included a print um so on one side it had the logo and then the other side it had a photo and that i used that photo for that for that thing just like a free thing that went out with, with t-shirts yeah, um, yeah we actually wanted to talk to you about that that was going to be one of our kind of topics say, yeah. talk about cult venn and then also yeah, well, let's let's talk about court of NN, then we'll get on to the, the NN social, so to speak. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. But yeah, so so what <laughs> what is 
cover by then? What what is it? How did it come around? Um, I mean, essentially, it's just like a, a, a line of T-shirts of merch and stuff. But I wanted to do some sort of T-shirt or something that was simple. You know, anyone can make a T-shirt. It's not a difficult thing to do. But I thought that's a great thing that anyone can do it. But that's also that also means that you get a lot of crap <laughs> made, uh, some of which I've made in the past. Um, but I thought, right, now I've got some time to focus on a project uh, and I thought I wanted to collaborate with other people because I don't necessarily have all the skills to make it work and there's shitloads of people in Northampton that are really good at lots of different things um, so uh, I wanted to make a like a I suppose it's like a brand but something that was to sell t-shirts that were really high quality or as high quality as I could get um, that the designs are unique and specific to Northampton and represent what I think Northampton is to me. Um, uh, and if I can include local artists or local graphic designers, local printers or whatever, then that's great. Um, so that's really that's really all it was. It's just a sort of trying to do it as simply but as high quality as I could as I could do it. Mm. Um, so yeah, in one hand, it is just some t-shirts, um, but I think to, to to me, it represents uh, it represents the community. You know, it's like well, yeah. I'm trying to do something that I'm trying to do something good that I would wear. You know, mm. I don't want to make. I'm not just trying to do, you know, a, a ten pound gilding t-shirt and sell it for twenty quid uh, uh, and make some money and and just on to the next one. I want these things to be amazing. I think people like cow at pomelo um do great work his, his t-shirts are incredible so i'm sort of always aiming to do stuff as good a quality as he does um uh but yeah that's a long rambly answer for yeah, you. that's cool new that you're working on with that sorry is there anything new that you're working on with that at the moment in terms of another release um yeah well, we just had one this month um that it was only orders closed on about the 7th of March so they should be arriving with people any day now um, so there'll be the next one edition three will be coming maybe next month um, it's just a case of me getting my shit together and working with other artists so this this most the most recent one that's that's that went on sale and, and stopped this month which people should have any day um, was with local po uh, local artist Bill Pollard who goes by the name Goodwill Painting. Mm. So, yeah, he's done some really awesome stuff and is a, a generally generally nice bloke. Um, uh, but he commented on a friend of mine's painting that had a lift tower in it, and he said, oh, not another lift tower. <laughs> um, so so the latest T-shirt has got not another lift tower down the sleeve, down both sleeves, yeah. uh, because the Cult of NM logo has got a lift tower in it. Um, yeah. So I thought that would be um, a little bit funny, but also cool. And the way that that Bill's designed the lettering and stuff is looks really, really nice. So, um, so yeah, I was able to like make a t-shirt that, that I would wear, that I want, um, and work with an artist who I really respect. Um, uh, and people seem to like it, and 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 we sold a bunch, and yeah, it's it's been really cool. Well, do you want to give a brief brief explanation of what? The NN Social is, because I love watching it. 
<laughs> oh, wait. Oh, thank you. Uh, that's very kind of you. Um, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, uh, I co-host a weekly YouTube show called The NN Social with Nick Gray and Andy Convey. Um, it was their idea at start. It's about a year ago, actually, this week or next week. Yeah. It was their idea to recreate sort of socialising, going to the pub, listening to music. Um, and they asked me if I wanted to, to get involved and I, and I jumped at the chance, really. So, yeah, we just talked to local sort of NM, not exclusively, but NM based people, basically people that we know. That's that's probably the only reason they're NM based. It's because it's people in our sort of friendship circle or extended friendship circle. Um, but business owners, artists, um, all sorts of people. And we normally have a music performance or two during the show. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been, I don't know, 30 odd episodes now and it's been really, really good to do. Um, yeah, and some some people watch it, and that's great. So yeah, I mean we're we're like we're spoiled for choice with like creative people in Northampton, whether they're independent business owners or musicians or artists or you know whatever mm. they are. We 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 never struggle for guests. Our only problem is that we don't know enough of the people. So you know we've basically had our friends on or our friends are friends on and there's so many other sort of genres and stuff that we haven't touched just because we don't know those people but you know maybe we should pull our finger out and introduce them ourselves to them but um but hopefully we'll keep doing it and we can get to, to everybody or, or most yeah. people top, should we start with albums top three albums or yeah. bands or no it's albums isn't it albums. Yeah. yeah albums well i mean it's an impossible question you know i'm sure you guys would agree um but i i picked three that were fresh in my memory or ones that i go back to regularly um so the first one would be uh marmosette's weird and wonderful uh, okay yeah yeah i don't know that album but i know that band and i've heard like a couple of songs so which which album is that the one which is like black that, and yellow front cover i think so hold on uh, yeah, it's the it's the black and white. Hey, it's a black and white picture. Uh, black and white, uh, with Marmosets in yellow on it. Uh, That's good, yeah. But I, I mean, it came out. Yeah, it came out in two thousand fourteen. But I only listened to it last year for the first time, mm. um, and I fucking love it. It's really, really good. I listen to it over and over again. Um, yeah, I think it's just it's the right mix of sort of um, aggression with melody. Um, and it's quite, uh, it feels quite sort of indie sort of, uh, garage band, not, the, not the program. I mean, like um, a band that's actually in a garage, yeah. um, but, but still, but still tight and, and, and sounds like sonically good. Um, but yeah, it was, yeah, really loved that album. But like most things, I was really late to the party with, with those guys, but, um, yeah, really I, I haven't heard that album in ages, probably since, you know, the first year it kind of came out. But I remember I remember thinking it was a bit of a banger when it came out. Yeah. Um, second one would be uh, uh, Ruben, Race Car, Race Car Backwards. Nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, really, really love Ruben. No, I never got to see them. Um, although I did see Jamie Lenman at... Mark's thing in Corby in that was at the Rockingham Speedway, but yeah, I saw Jamie Lemon there and he played a few Ruben tracks, so that's the closest I've got to see uh, to seeing Ruben before. Um, it was brilliant. 
yeah. I also discovered Palm Reader at that at that festival, who I'd never really listened to before, and they're great as well. Never heard. No, I've never heard of them. Yeah, I'd I'd thoroughly recommend them. Um, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw Reuben once at. I think I've got. I think I'm remembering this right. I think uh, Kapowski supported them at the Water Rats um, for like a Christmas show or something. I'm sure I'm remembering that. Well, I'm not sure I'm remembering that correctly. That's why I'm doubting myself. But I remember him practicing his vocal warm ups. Uh, I would say backstage in the corridor next to the stage before before they went on and um it was brutal but yeah it was really good that was the only time i ever saw them but yeah awesome yeah and i haven't listened to that album for yeah man 15 plus years probably yeah very cool yeah yeah really good album. jamie edmund's great i think I, I like most of the stuff he does um yeah but that came out in 2004 um which is ages ago. So, yeah. <laughs> sadly, yeah. it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. And my last one would, is uh, Aphex Twin Drugs album, mm. um, two thousand and one. That is. Um, that was at a time when I was studying music, or I I started listening to that at a time when I was studying music technology at college, um, and it just like blew my mind that the. Yeah. That this kind of noise can be made on a computer or with, or with equipment and stuff and because my like journey into music was more on the sort of maybe production or technical side like I played instruments and stuff growing up um, saxophone and drums and stuff but I never really I never really found the one that was for me um, so then I started to get into music production and DJing and stuff and turntablism. Um, but it felt electronic music, particularly stuff like Aphex Twin, really felt like something that was potentially achievable for me. I mean, I'm not saying that I can fucking make Aphex Twin music, but <laughs> but but um, it was like, oh shit, you don't have to like be able to play a guitar or whatever or start a band. You can do some stuff on your own that's really mind-bending and amazing. And so that was like his music and and all sort of like Venetian snares, mm. um, square pusher, all of those sorts of things, like really. It opened up a lot of Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Um, but that album's really good. That's um, amazing, yeah. isn't it? That's kind of, um, I think that's the album where he kind of didn't use computers as much and he found loads of synths that were really difficult to program and worked out how to program them, essentially. Um, but that was, so that album, my, what I knew of Aphex Twin was the kind of nosebleed, like the stuff you'd see on MTV and it was supposed to be weird and scary and really, really loud. And then when that album came out, it's like, it's so gentle in parts yeah. of it. I will be honest at the time, I was like, I, I don't listen what I thought it was going to be. And then he disappeared for about 20 years and didn't do anything. Well, 20, maybe not about 10 years, maybe. Mm. Didn't do anything. And um, since, you know, it was really since in the last few years or so, uh, I saw him live, but I think it was 2014. So that's seven years ago, isn't it? So, yeah, man. Okay. So anyway, a while ago, I went back and listened to that album. I'm like, oh, fucking hell, it's amazing, isn't it? Wasn't I an absolute idiot at 
20 <laughs> or however old I was when that album came out. It was, um, yeah, it's incredible. It's just amazing. And I remember that it now goes for like hundreds and hundreds of pounds on Discogs, seeing a copy of it in um, Spun Out for like 20 quid on like three vinyl things and it comes in this weird shaped case. I've, I've got that, yeah. Is that, is that worth some money then? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If it's in like really good condition, I've seen it go for loads. So yeah, and I was like, I was going to buy it, but then I listened to like my mate's CD of it and was like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. But yeah, that was a stupid thing to do. What's the other one? Movies. Then again, it's too it's too mm. hard to answer. But you know what? It is too hard to answer. And I've only got one movie and two TV shows. I've I've bent the rules a bit. We'll um, allow that. We'll allow it. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well, my favourite film, and it's always been it's been my favourite film for as long as I can remember, is Home Alone because the original. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Home Alone 1. Home Alone 4. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. No, I would, I would have expected Home Alone 2 as well, to be fair. Well, I think Home Alone 2 is like my second favourite film. Yeah. Um, just because it's uh, Donald Trump in it, it doesn't take yeah. the top spot. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, I think um, Home Alone just, I, I mean, I love Christmas and Home Alone is like about Christmas um and i just remember i mean every year i my birthday's at the beginning of december so every year i on my birthday i watch home alone and put the christmas decorations up and i've done that for like forever um and it's just it's like it's like fairy tale it just makes me think of like fairy tale christmas which nobody ever has a fairy tale christmas mm. but it's like that's the ideal and it's just it just has so many so many amazing memories for me that it's, I think it's always going to be my my favourite film, um, uh, and Home Alone one and two are the only Home Alone films there are as far as yeah. I'm concerned. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but I couldn't I couldn't think of other of other um, films that, that to suggest. So I so I picked a couple of TV shows, and quite often with with everything actually. Other than music, actually, audio books, movies, and TV, I often rewatch the same stuff over and over again. Um, audio books, I do that all the time. You know, some of the audio books I've got, I've listened to like fifteen or twenty times. Um, I think it's probably just to have something on that I to to occupy my mind mm. uh, without having to listen to it too much. Um, but the TV shows that I rewatch the most are obviously Alan Partridge. Mm. Uh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> No. Oh wow! <laughs> that wasn't intentional, but yeah, I'll take it. Um, I mean, it's fucking brilliant. I mean, I, I'm a Steve Coogan fan, um, and Alan Partridge is just great. It's, uh, I mean, I quote it every day, and I'm sure it's really irritating to people and maybe not funny, uh, but I don't care. So, so it's fine. It is funny, and it's it is funny to quote it at everyone all the time. And just even though you know that they know what it, the thing is you're quoting, you kind of slap to do it. Just do it. Yeah, the whole scene, whatever it might be. <laughs> what do you revisit the most? Like Iron Man and Partridge one and two. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 the, I, of the latest stuff. Yeah, I love. Yeah, I do like the other stuff. Like Mid Morning Matters was great. I mm. thought that was good. And Scissor Dial. 
um, was good. What was the other one? Places of My Life. That was good. Yeah, that was really good. And there's another, yeah. what's the recent one? I really like it. Um, oh, yeah, this time. Yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I've rewatched it a yeah. couple of times. And it's great. Yeah, they're filming a new series, I think, now, or they've finished filming it. I'm not sure. Okay. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. And Alpha Papa was, was great. I really enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah, I watched that last weekend for about the millionth time. It's amazing. <laughs> it's really cool. I mean, that's opening, or one of the opening sequences of him singing um, Cuddly Toy in the Car. Yeah. Oh, and that's about Brochford. That's a great song, man. I love that song. <laughs> and every time we watch the film, I say to my wife, do you know when he filmed this, uh, he did it for real as Alan Partridge and he just rode around filming himself. And every time she says, yeah, I know, because you tell me every time. Great. Yeah. Vicky does that um, as well. Um, every fun fact I've definitely said a hundred times already. Yeah, yeah, it's a great fact and it bears repeating. So yeah, well, I'll be I'll be, I'll be repeating that one from now on. Um, yeah, really good. Steve Coogan's um, autobiography is really good as well. I I got the audiobook version of that and obviously talks about Partridge quite a lot, but that's that's interesting. Um, that's that cool. It's cool. Um, I'll I'll have a look. Yeah. yeah. Because I've never really re-listened to an audio book, and I've got so many, but it's that thing nowadays. Like you don't tend to watch. There's so much new stuff, so you don't tend to re-watch programs. And but when you do, it's like it's amazing. Yeah, uh, it's called Easily Distracted. Um, it's it's really good. Yeah, it's, it's, it seems to be a really honest account. I mean, I suppose you never really know, but but. Um, yeah, I, I enjoyed that. That was that was good. Um, and my final choice is the thick of it because it's fucking amazing. Um, I'm not saying. Uh, um, oh mate, it's uh, a, a co-written by uh, Armando Iannucci, who was obviously involved with Partridge. Um, but it's so good. The thick of it. They did a couple of US. Uh, they did one US spin-off feature film called Spinners and Losers. Um, oh, I haven't seen that. No, I'm just Googling it now. i seen In The Loop. Sorry, no, In The Loop, yeah. And yeah. There was another shorter feature that was called Spinners and Losers, I think. Okay. My first, my introduction to that was In The Loop. I'd never seen The Thick Of It. And I bought In The Loop literally because the DVD had a good cover and was like, well, it's quite good. And was like, this is really, yeah. it was quite hard to follow and really weird. But I, th I think that's the point, isn't it? That it's quite hard to follow what's going on. But then watching in the loop, you're like, oh, right, yeah, makes sense a bit more now. But yeah, that's an awesome programme. And again, I don't think I've ever re-watched that since it was on. Worth going back to. But scarily kind of prescient and too all too yeah. believable. So maybe yeah. a bit of a... It's like, the, what's that programme you were saying about, Jamie, the C... Seaspiracy. So that's which is brand new to Netflix. It's just a documentary. It's a bit like Dave Attenborough-esque kind of yeah. style of documentary, but yeah, very, very, it's very powerful. Worrying. I can't watch it because I'm like, I don't want to turn yeah. it off now. I'm like, oh great, so another way that we're all going to die. But <laughs> so yeah, I start watching that tonight though. The thick of it. It's on Netflix. Yeah, but that's the thing. Yeah, with watching the thick of it, it's too. It's just the incompetence. It's too. You know, especially with people like Matt Hancock and. Yeah. Um, other people like that, you just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all too real. Mm. Um, and a, a, another 
another great thing is um, the Facebook groups on Facebook uh, for the thick of it and Alan Partridge. There's there's about four or five that I follow that I'm in for both of them, and it's just fucking brilliant. It's so good. The funny, the funniest sort of particularly in the thick of it when they post uh, an actual thing that a politician did um, and then a thick of it line. And it's like, yeah, it's exactly the same thing. And it's like, yeah. you, you literally, you made it up. It was, yeah. 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 I, th I think I'm in one of the Alan Partridge groups. I think I'm in Alan Partridge and the office. I don't really go on Facebook too much, but every time I, I pop up, there's some kind of meme or whatever it is about it. Love it. Mm. Like, but even you as well, Josh, like with, I'm sure we've had a, said hello to each other in the pub a couple of times but i'm sure we bumped into each other now we'd have a chat do you know what i mean um and i think i think that's a good fact it's not just about having a physical photo it's also what you get from that as well which is which is nice yeah yeah i know what you mean because that's how you and i jamie started like obviously we worked together but we started like i hated you when we worked together but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um thanks <laughs> um, <laughs> No, we yeah, but we started speaking again after we didn't work together because we were both taking photos. So it's quite a nice thing. I did. I did want to say um, that I think that, that your thing is fucking great idea. Um, your website, uh, and I'll definitely be using it because I would imagine it was. It's a nice feeling that somebody wants to buy a photo that you took. Um, uh, wouldn't know, but yeah. <laughs> wouldn't know. Yeah. Well, yeah, we'll soon yeah. find out, won't we? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I kind of, I'm going to stick some stuff on there. I don't expect anybody to buy it, but it's kind of, it's a nice, I wanted to sell some stuff, but I was a bit too like, I was feeling quite hesitant to do it because I was like, feel so egotistical to be like, hey, I took this photo, give me 50 pounds because it's art. Uh, <laughs> it's got a border, but you know, um hopefully yeah like thank you and it's we've had some good feedback from people and well everybody really yeah, again yeah, i keep yeah. saying this no one would go well that's a shit idea um but everyone we've spoken to seems like oh yeah why doesn't something like that already exist that's really weird i um, think from like the the community side of it a bit like you're doing with the court of nn and the nn social it helps bring people together in that kind of community where ours is based around photography. It's nice to just support other people. Do you know what I mean? So like, yeah, we, you know, you have big artists, big bands, big musicians, big photographers that are always going to sell work, but this is, our job isn't to sell the photos. Our job is to provide the platform where someone can buy it. So, yeah. you, you know, you, you might put out, oh, you know, here's my shop and you'll be surprised, you know? Yeah. But you say that because we're also part of the plan is that we are going to promote the people that use it. And that's yeah. why one of the things is this podcast, but also after it launches, we're going to send out loads of stuff. We like newsletters and stuff like that to people who buy anything off that to promote the other photographers that are using it with the, with the idea of just trying to put money into photographers' hands, or I mean, anyone can use it. Artists can use it. Anyone who will sell prints of their work, but people who traditionally struggle to, you know, make money, can use it. I'm not saying they're going to be able to quit their job because they're selling photos on there, but they're going to make a bit of extra money. And especially at, you know, the moment, that's quite 
quite a handy thing, I think, for people. Yeah, it's yeah. not what it's all about, like just making money, but well, I mean, it is selling your work, but like we're not yeah. just doing it to be like obsessed with making money, but people do struggle. So, like, you give them an extra outlet that doesn't already exist and stop them from undervaluing themselves. It all came around because we were just sick of seeing like Instagram profiles with a message saying, DM me for prints. Do you know what I mean? What, what does that mean? Do you know what I mean? Which, which, which is good because you want to DM them and you want to get a print, but then there's nothing, there's no middleman between that, making it easy. Um, not in the UK anyway. Whatever it might be, is there a, a leaving statement that, that you want to want to say? If you just want to end it like oh. this. You can just say fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, it's uh, that's, a, that's a fucking great question, isn't it? Um, it's a bit uh, hard to put you on the spot though with it. But... Yeah, it is. It is because you want to say something deep and meaningful. Yeah, about, you have to say something very profound <laughs> now. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I don't know. I just think. I just think. I. I'm really, I'm really glad I've found this interest or this fun thing to do in taking pictures, you know, and it, and it happens, it happens to be that some of them turn out quite nice, you know, and it was just random chance. And, uh, I think, um, like a lot of things I've, I've I've done in my life, I, I've started them without enough knowledge. Uh, and, and sort of you pick it up along the way um, uh, and there's never a perfect time to do something and you've never learned everything there is to know about it and then you can start it's like just fucking take a picture just take a picture and and you can you can put a filter on it or you can edit it in Lightroom or you can do nothing to it and you don't have to post it anywhere or you can post it everywhere and whatever you want to do is, is fine and you're always going to worry about am I doing this for me or am I doing this for likes and this stuff it's like just fucking do however you want to do it do it and because you'll change your mind whatever you know I've posted stuff to try and get likes um, uh, and I but now I'm conscious of that so you have to try that before you realise you catch yourself you're like oh I'm not doing this for pure reasons um, yeah. but yeah. fuck it what's a pure reason do what you want Unless you don't want to listen to me. I really don't want to listen to you. I'm so boring. You're boring. Fucking face full of cake. Is that what it sounds like brushing her teeth? No, eating eating my dad's birthday cake. Yeah, it's not like you're making that sound like you've not given it to your dad yet. <laughs> that would be good, wouldn't it? You're not recording it, are you? Yeah, I'm literally recording the thing now. Thurman. Thurman Merman. <laughs> shoving chocolate cake in your face. Oh, I won't be long anyway. Is... There's, the, there's, there's the intro slash outro. <laughs> Put that at the end. Um...